Hi, good morning. Um, just a heads up, I am away for the weekend and traveling because my mom is here. She came from North Carolina, which is really cool. I'm really happy. Um, what can I tell you? Let's see. So yeah, if there's been a slower outpour of these things, then it's because of that. Obviously, I wanted to spend time with my family, <laughs> which is absolutely normal. Normal, that's, I don't like that word. Um, but yeah, I'm going to begin the reading. And thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy. Psalm of my hands, Isaiah 49:16. No doubt a part of the wonder which is concentrated in the word, behold, is excited by the unbelieving lamentation of the preceding sentence. Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my God hath forgotten me. How amazed the divine mind seems to be at this wicked unbelief. What can be more astounding than the unfounded doubts and fears of God's favored people? The Lord's loving word of rebuke should make us blush, he cries. How can I have forgotten thee? when I have given thee upon the palms of my hands. How darest thou doubt my constant remembrance when the memorial is set upon my very flesh? O oh, unbelief, how strange a marvel art thou? We know not which most to wonder at, the faithfulness of God or the unbelief of God's people. God keeps promises a thousand times, and yet the next trial makes us doubt. God never faileth, is never a dry well, is never as a setting sun, a passing meteor, or a melting vapor. And yet we are as continually vexed with anxieties, molested with suspicions, and disturbed with fears, as if our God were the marriage of the desert. Behold is a word intended to excite admiration. Here indeed we have a theme for marveling, heaven and earth, may well be astonished that rebels should obtain so great a nearness to the heart of infinite love as to be written upon the palms of his hands. I have graven thee. It does not say thy name. The name is there, but that is not all. I have graven thee. See the fullness of this. I have graven thy person, thine image, thy case, thy circumstances, thy sins, thy temptations, thy weaknesses, thy wants, thy works. I have graven thee, everything about thee, all that concerns thee. I have put thee altogether there. Will thou ever say again that thy God hath forsaken thee when he has graven thee upon his own palms? Okay, so what can I say about this? This is actually really relevant to my life and this moment because I was hoping for something this morning which was confirmed to me yesterday evening but I wasn't able to get the thing that I was hoping to get this morning um, and so I was my first thought was like oh no like <laughs> I thought you had delivered me, God, like, <laughs> I was so glad that, you know, I would finally be getting my 
my thing back and just to be able to move on from that situation because when I did got when I got the confirmation that I was going to get my thing back this morning I was so happy I was like so glad I was literally dancing in the streets because I just wanted to you know get my thing and and and, and and move on in my life because sometimes it's just better to do that and I don't really have attachment to things but I just don't like the cycle of just mindlessly consuming things whenever we lose them or lend them or something so I was like really adamant about getting my thing back <laughs> um, and so this morning I was a little doubtful I was like come on like I was so happy yesterday, you confirmed to me, God, that I was going to get my thing back, and now, where is it? <laughs> but, you know, I just, I know that he's working, and I'm just letting it go, moving on, enjoying my travels. My mom is here, I'm enjoying my time with my mom, and it's really, there are way more important things to, to focus on and to be grateful for, so... I'm gonna go into a space of of just positivity and, 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 and thankfulness and kind of put out those vibes out there um, and just enjoy my mom. Like my mom, she flew eight hours on a plane and well, she was really comfortable, <laughs> but still like, and thank God, I'm, I'm glad she was like, they got upgraded, she's with her friend here. And I was like, that's such a miracle, thank you. Um, yeah, he's looking out for us, so. <laughs> but um, I just, you know, I'm, this situation, I'm just putting in God's hands, and um, I'm never going to doubt him, because I know that in his time, he will deliver, and he, obviously, as this passage says, he has us raven you know like on his mind always on his body like constantly like it's just we are intricately a part of the divine so and in that way we are also ourselves divine so um yeah that's kind of like how this passage is relevant to my life um maybe it can also apply to yours if it does it'd be cool to know like you know if these do so if you want to let me know message it or you know call me i don't know <laughs> um oh whoa what was that something just beeped there anyway <clears throat> aliens are trying to get through my speaker haha <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, and yeah, thanks for listening and, and, and have a wonderful day and amen and God bless. Seeing this is the blood of the testament which God hath enjoined unto you. Hebrews 9.20 There is a strange power about the very name of blood and the sight of it is always affecting. A kind heart cannot bear to see a sparrow bleed and unless familiarized by use turns away with horror at the slaughter of a beast. As to the blood of men, it is a consecrated thing. It is a murder to shed it in wrath. It is a dreadful crime to squander it in war. 
Is this solemnity occasioned by the fact that the blood is the life and the pouring of it forth the token of death? We think so. When we rise to contemplate the blood of the Son of God, our awe is yet more increased, and we shudder as we think of the guilt of sin and the terrible penalty which the sin bearer endured. Blood, always precious, is priceless when it streams from Emmanuel's side. The blood of Jesus seals the covenant of grace and makes it forever sure. Covenants of old were made by sacrifice, and the everlasting covenant was ratified in the same manner. Oh, the delight of being saved upon the sure foundation of divine engagements which cannot be dishonored. Salvation by the works of the law is a frail and broken vessel whose shipwreck is sure, but the covenant vessel fears no storms, for the blood ensures the whole. The blood of Jesus made his testament valid. Wills are of no power unless the testators die. In this light, the soldier's spear is a blessed aid to faith, since it proves our Lord to be really dead. Doubts upon that matter, there can be none, and we may boldly appropriate the legacies which he has left for his people. Happy they who see their title to heavenly blessings, assured to them by a dying Savior. But has this blood no voice to us? Does it not bid us sanctify ourselves unto him by whom we have been redeemed? Does it not call us to newness of life and incite us to enter consecrations to the Lord? All that the power of blood might be known and felt in us this night. Amen. Um, yeah, I always get really emotional when I think of like how like Jesus died for us and stuff. It's like really, I just, I can't. Like, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful to him for doing that. So yeah, when I read this, it makes me think of just, you know, like his, the pain that he went through, all that stuff. I think about it and because I'm really sensitive to stuff like that. I kind of, I don't feel it, but like, oh, I can just imagine how much like torment he was going through. But you know, he had a, like, in his mind, that was his mission, so he, he's super brave. Yeah, um, have a good evening, uh, or morning, or afternoon, and I hope this resonates with you. Take care.